Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we help you break down the art and science of storytelling. My name is Rain Bennett. I am your host, and my job is to help you deepen your connections, increase your sales, and serve your audiences better. Every Monday morning, I send out a storytelling tip to my email subscribers, and I talk about how I have used it in my own storytelling for my clients and for myself, and I leave you with tangible advice on how you can apply it to your strategies. If this sounds like something that would interest you, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter at rainbennett.com slash weekly storytelling tips. Again, that's rainbennett.com slash weekly storytelling tips. This podcast is a Six Second Stories production. Six Second Stories is a video marketing agency that helps you tell heartfelt stories to maximize your impact in minimal time. Find out more about what we do at SixSecondStories.com. Hello, all my compelling storytellers, and welcome back to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, a solo episode with me, your host, Rain Bennett. Aren't you excited? Of course you are. Okay, so... Today, we're going to talk about something. The last time that we had one of these solo episodes, which which was a long two weeks ago. I have missed you so. I hope you've missed me as well. Uh, Back on episode 60, I believe. I'm starting to lose count because we're doing so many. 62, I believe. 62, we talked about the storytelling cocktail, the hormones, the neurotransmitters that are elevated when we tell stories. Before that, episode 60, we talked about the structure of stories, which if you lay them out in the right way, in the right structure, it will elevate those neurotransmitters just how we want it to. And it'll get the people under the influence of the storytelling cocktail, as I call it. And it will 
have them drunk, have them in this state where they are, are euphoric and they are locked in and their, their oxytocin levels uh, have risen, have elevated, and therefore they are motivated to trust, they are motivated to trade, they are motivated to join the group, they are motivated to take action. And ultimately, that's what we're seeking to do, right? With our stories, that's the goal. We're trying to do some action. Even if we're not selling our products, we're trying to get the people to, to sign our link, to download our lead magnet, to, to join our club, to support our cause, whatever it might be. We want them to do something. Hopefully, we do. Even if that thing is, is just laugh and be merry and carry on uh, making the world a happier place. So today, I wanted to talk about a little thing that gets overlooked a lot, and it ties into to what we've talked about the past two solo episodes, the neurotransmitters and the, the structure of stories, and it's about the sequencing of stories, which is similar to the structure. But within our stories, no matter how long or short, there are smaller pieces of the story that fit in there, right? So I'm a filmmaker in a feature film, which is anywhere from, from 60 to 90 minutes. In fact, I think anything over 40 minutes is now considered a feature film. But in a longer form story, the, book, the written equivalent would be like a novel. There are multiple sub-stories within that main story. So you can think about this in terms of acts, acts of a play, right? The acts of your story. These are the big, big subsections. Under that, you have other subsections of those subsections. So it breaks down to, to segments and sequences and scenes and all the way down to shots. And that's a lot of S's. It's a lot of alliteration. But hopefully it sticks in your head because of that. So a good way to think about this is like the Russian Matryoshka dolls, the ones that kind of fit within each other, but they're kind of identical. That's how I want you to think about the sequencing of your stories, right? They're, they're, they're smaller versions of the same story, but the, the structure of them look look almost identical. What I mean by that is that each scene, down, down to the scene, which is in the, in the filmmaking world, the smallest besides the shot, right? But the, the scene is the smallest subsection of that larger story. Each scene has its own arc, right? Its own conflict that must be resolved. And so when you think about breaking that down, in terms of sequencing, they're opening and closing loops. And you have that done on a big, on a big scale when you're telling your story. Like when you see, you know, you see the gun in the first act and you know at the end of the story, like it's going to come back. We wouldn't have just seen that, you know, that shot for nothing, right? We open loops like that. You're basically answering questions and closing those loops all along the way. But besides those big ones, right? Where, you know, who is his real father if we're talking about Star Wars, right? There's, there's little ones. And so each scene has its own goal from the character that we're following, its own problem and conflict that we're trying to resolve. And it must go through the same, essentially the same arc that our bigger stories go through, that our acts go through, right? They're not always going to end in wins and, and, and be happy and, and have great resolution, but there will be some resolution that gets us from that scene to the next scene where we start the process all over again and you just wash, rinse, and repeat. So if you watch a movie and, watch it and listen to any good story, you'll notice that 
in this scene when they're when they're currently you know locked in the bank vault there 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 is its own conflict their own its own inciting incident its own rising action its own climax and resolution and then that takes us right into the next scene and so that sequencing one scene leading to the next you know that scene should unlock the the beginning of the next scene everything should logically lead to the next thing and so now let's take the, the flip side if you're telling a really short story and you don't have big acts you don't have big segments and sequences like an instagram video or something like that we still use the same rules we don't want it to be you know all over the place random shots and random scenes and random messages one thing should lead us to the next if you remember back when we talked about story structure we referenced ken adams story spine and i reference that a lot this is the part where we say you know once upon a time you know this happened until one day this happened and then because of that because of that because of that right that is what most of your story is one thing the inciting incident leads us to the journey and then something else happened that leads us to the next step that leads us to the next step that leads us to the next step that makes the highest point of tension and then we have to resolve it so when you're telling your stories when you're crafting your brand stories and however you use it if it's tiktok if it's a caption or, or a tweet on twitter if it's caption on instagram if it's a long facebook post if it's a blog if it's an email newsletter you need to be opening and closing loops along the way now what that does is when you open a loop that creates tension, spikes our cortisol, which we talked about in the last solo episode, right? This is where it's all tying together. You keep them hanging on and leading them to the next thing. And as soon as you close the loop of that one thing, you open another. Now they're following you along for the ride, this roller coaster ride of a story that you're going to take them on. This is how you do it. You keep that same tension and then you pop that tension and they get the dopamine burst, and then they're on to the next one. Now you have an, another climbing action. And if you watch the arc, the overall arc, those scenes, it literally looks like waves that's rising. Now, if you step back and look at the bigger picture, it does take an upwards tra trajectory all the way to the climax, and then it resolves. It's kind of like looking at uh, the stock market uh, visualizations, right? It's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But if you look in the macro picture, it's climbing up until then, of course, something pops it and it gets resolved but that creating and releasing tension is a sequence that must go on throughout the whole thing this happened we solved it now we're on to the next scene and a new conflict to resolve that's what's going to keep us going forward throughout the whole time so think about it in the in the russian doll sense right where you start with the big story arc but even down to the smallest piece of your story it should still have those arcs now, let's talk about it on a grander scale. We've talked about the sequencing of your story within that story. Let's talk about the sequencing of that story within possibly your campaign, your series, right? Your overall content strategy. So let me tell you a little story, folks. This is the Storytelling Lab. What an appropriate platform for a story. Long, long time ago, in the Middle East and medieval times, there was a king, King Sharyar. And King Sharyar learned that his brother's wife was cheating on his brother. But through that, through that journey, when he found, he found that out through his investigation, he actually found out 
that his wife was, but much worse in a much more egregious manner, like really cheating on him. I don't really know what that means, but like either a lot or with a lot of dudes. So this infuriated him. And in fact, it led him to believe that all women are the same, right? My brother's wife's cheating on him. My wife's cheating on me with a ton of dudes. Women suck. So he vowed that each woman that he would marry, and he would only marry virgins from here on out, each woman that he would take as his wife, on the morning after their wedding night, he would kill them. He would execute them before they had the chance to do him wrong, which they inevitably would, right? Now, the vizier, which is kind of like his counselor and his, his, his right-hand man will consider it, who who's actually was tasked with the responsibility of finding the wives was running out of wives. He didn't know what else to do. And it got so bad that his own daughter, Shahrazad, said, you know what, Pops? I'll do it. I'm going to marry this dude. And the vizier's like mind is like, no, baby, what? Oh, my God. I, no, I know what's going to happen. She's like, chill, Pops. I got this. So she marries him. And on the night, their wedding night, she starts telling him a story. But she doesn't end it. She doesn't tell him the resolution, the conclusion. So he's left there with those levels of cortisol spiked in his curiosity. And he's like, well, geez, I, I can't, I got to have this, this loop closed. I can't go to bed like this. What in the world? She's like, hey, bro, I'm going to tell you tomorrow. Wise choice on her part. Shahrazad, she was on it. So the next night it comes storytelling time again in the evening. She concludes the first story and immediately launches into another one, which she doesn't conclude again. Now he's left on again, right? And thus, the cliffhanger was born. The series was born. She goes on to, to, to do this to him for 1,001 nights. That's like three years. Until she finally runs out of stories and she tells him on that last night, that is the final story that I have to tell. Well, what had happened in all that time in those three years is King Shariar fell in love with Shahrazad. He fell in love with her so much so that he said, you know what? Let's do this. Let's run it. I will not execute you. I love the stories, by the way, but we're going to stay married because, hey, I love you. And that is a story that's now known as 1001 Nights, or you may know it from its English translation, Arabian Nights. But this was essentially the first cliffhanger. Now, this is the point of me telling you that story. I want you to think about those three years with your audience, okay? You're not trying to get them to commit one night. And yeah, you might not run the risk of them killing you, but if you don't tell a good story, they may abandon you. They may go on to the next video, the next story, which in this day and age is still an existential threat. So you want to court them and form this relationship with them over the long term. And a great way to do that is consider your content, consider, consider your stories as part of a bigger strategy, a campaign, a series. Now, you can do that through cliffhangers like Scheherazade did, or you can also do that through following a character. You can also do that in different scenes of a bigger story. You can also do that with different elements of, of your business, right? Different, different themes or concepts or messages. There's a lot of different ways to create a series in your short form video content, but the power of it is, is palpable. And it has been since 
Scheherazade's time, right? Keeping people latched onto your stories by keeping that moment of tension, that cliffhanger, or keeping them wanting to come back to your story next week or the next night is key to that long-term relationship that you're trying to, to establish, okay? So don't kill anybody, but in this metaphor, you're Sharyar, and you're looking to create that relationship with your customer and your client and your community like he did with Scheherazade. Long-term, deep impact, and storytelling is a heck of a way to do that. All right, everybody, go out there, learn how to open and close those loops, learn how to sequence your stories by practicing and see if you can't create and establish that long-term relationship. Have a great week. Go tell your stories to the world, everybody. My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you're already a subscriber and you're enjoying the show, give us a review and let us know the value that you've gotten from it. We love to hear from our listeners and learn about the benefits that they're getting from the show. That's what fuels us and that's what fuels the show. And if you've already subscribed and you've already reviewed it and you think there's someone else that would benefit from listening to this show, please, please share it with them. The more we grow, the more we can help you grow and that's what we're here to do. Join us next time on the Storytelling Lab. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.